I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to Kingdom Living with Glenn Reppel. This is the podcast that really encourages you to walk a step further and develop your own kingdom living strategy simply by accepting what uh, Christ our Savior has already done in terms of making kingdom living available to us. And I'm so excited, Glenn. We're going to have a great talk on today. How are you doing, by the way? I'm doing fantastic. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is so good. You know, we keep, we were just looking at some audience figures that indicate the reach for everything that's going on with kingdom living is growing fast. And I think it's a couple of things. People are really searching for answers. You know, uh, even though we may be uh, moving into a, to a time where things are opening up and, and people are able to move in directions that they want to go in, one of the things is people are not used to necessarily being at church just on Sunday. There's so many people who just miss that whole experience. And so what this is really about, Glenn, is bringing the gospel message to folks where they are, wherever they are. It's about relationship. It's not about religion, uh, the way I see it. Yeah, you're exactly right. And again, uh, there's so much available to us through the internet now. So, so what we have seen, Carrie, with what we're doing here with our daily messages on Kingdom Living, and then these podcasts that go, go out weekly, is a teaching ministry, is people are hungry. Yes. Uh, they, they, they don't want religion. They want the truth of the gospel of the kingdom of God, because that's what Jesus came to do is to bring heaven to earth now. And we've, we've just learned and just some things it's, uh, it's in the sweet by and by, but it's now uh, we, we, we get to, to live in heaven. And, and that's one of the things we've talked about in some of the past podcasts, heaven is open now. And we, we get his presence with us now. You know, the, the concept here is really victory. And, yes. and one of the thoughts that's so interesting, Glenn, because your own background is as a financial uh, kind of an expert that's, that's really built a significant company over the years, and you really do this as a way to give back. But it's so interesting that you as a financial expert write a book called Fraud, because this is really the foundational conversation that kicked off everything we're talking about uh, in the Kingdom Living series. Because, you know, you go into the fraud and 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 I don't want to pull the pull the punch because you're this is right where you're going to go into on today's message called God's glory and it's a fantastic message but Glenn so many people live under this false impression that they can't be more than their situation or their circumstances seems to afford them and yet that's partially buying into the fraud that's been committed against mankind and that's why I'm so excited to see that God's glory always triumphs over that kind of fraud. So with that, uh, I want to encourage you, viewer, to number one, share this video. Uh, I believe this is going to be helpful to those people that you're in contact with who are in your circle who will benefit from this message. But also, too, I want to encourage you to visit the REPL Minute. If you don't have a copy of Fraud, it's a great primer. It's 40 bite-sized chapters that make a beautiful, actually, study guide. Maybe you and some friends at work or friends in your neighborhood, you want to get together and really sink your teeth into the things of God. And each one of these topics is a great message that you can kind of expand your own discussion and, and understanding of in a way that's going to help you. And I want to encourage you, too, because all of the Kingdom Living episodes are available on the repleminute.com. So, as we go through some of the concepts Glenn's going to talk about today, particularly green line, red line living, you're going to be able to go back and look at a couple of episodes that specifically have to do with that and are great teachings by themselves. And uh, there are some fantastic messages, things like right to be a child of God, eternal life now. Um, these are just messages that are going to resonate with you and give you encouragement to really pursue kingdom living and reach your purpose is a good way to say it. So with that, Glenn, I'm excited to dive into all of God's glory. Oh, amen. And, and thank you, Kerry. And th this has been a really interesting journey to see how, how God has 
spread the word, his word out there. It doesn't return void. And, and some of the emails and comments we get back, uh, particularly with me sharing my testimony, and I, I even want to go further with some, some of my story uh, in, in, in upcoming times. But, but again, each of us has a story, and that story impacts people's lives. And, and so let's go back carry to kind of the beginning that in, in the teaching that in, in, in the book and fraud that in the questions that we've always, we seem to, all, we, we ask, and this is such an important question because if we, uh, we got to get the answer to these questions, correct. And the question is, what are the three greatest historical events ever? What are the three greatest historical events ever? Most people get number three right, but they miss number one and, and number two. And, and so most people start with the birth of Jesus, the death of Jesus, and the resurrection of Jesus. And that's number three. That's number three. That was exactly important. But you know what? We didn't necessarily have to have that if we got number one totally right. Yeah. And number one is, is creation, is that uh, God created everything, the heavens and earth, and he knew, Kerry, you and I and the listeners, before he even formed the earth, we were formed, before we were formed in our mother's wombs, he knew us, and we were written into the book of life with a destiny and a purpose for us in that life, and to, to reveal, he wants us to, to know what that purpose is in life, so creation, we are spirit beings, so this green line is the intended purpose that we're, is, is, that's an eternal life, we are never designed, we were never designed to die, we're spirit beings made in his image, so what was the second major event that happened. Well, we have Adam and Eve, and they declared a declaration of independence, rebellion, rebellion. I don't need you, God. I don't need you, God. I'm going to go my own way. So, so in that, one of the questions I'd like to ask too, when did sickness and disease and death begin? What started at the fall in, in, with the rebellion? And so the kingdom of darkness started, and what we have is the characteristics of the kingdom of darkness, which is anger, we're rude and envy, that this is the opposite of love. And out of the rebellion came the death, the sickness, and disease. That's the, that's the fall. And then we have the symptoms of the fall, which is selfishness. I mean, you don't have to teach a baby to be selfish. This is, this is, this is a learned behavior of, of the characteristics of man because of the fall. That was never the intentions of God. But God gave, Carrie, you and I, choice. We get to choose every day what we're going to do. We're going to serve and honor and glorify the Lord, or we're going to serve and, and honor and glorify ourselves. And so the symptoms of the fall happens to be the guilt and the shame and the pain and condemnation, the inferiority complex, uh, complex, and just this orphan spirit looking for our father. We're looking for our real father because that was lost in the fall. We had a relationship with God and then rejection and we have injustice and we have fear. And with that came judgment because uh, we have this walking around that we're going to be judged. And so what happens, the third greatest event was redemption. And so we're redeemed from the fall through the blood of Jesus Christ, the birth, death, and resurrection, which freed us into being new creation life and made righteous. We're brought back into the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And he said, it is finished. It's complete. Everything has happened. We've been restored. We've been recreated back to the original purpose, not by carrying anything you and I have done or anybody listening, but it's by the blood of Jesus Christ that we've been restored back into our spirit being. We're, we're, and so what happens, we then become born again when we choose to receive believe and commit 
to live by the Holy Spirit and trust the Holy Spirit and, and, and God's ways living inside of us. So, so we have as God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, who came to earth, and he left to bring us the Holy Spirit to live inside of us. So it happens when, when we're born again, love enters in. Not this tree down here of anger. This is what love is not. And so what we have is we have the Holy Spirit is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so we invite the Holy Spirit. We get saved. We get born again. And we invite the Holy Spirit in. And so many people stop at just salvation. And they really don't get the power. And the word that you used in the beginning, Carrie, was victory. So we're going to be talking more about victory and, and the rule and reign that we've got because God came through Jesus Christ from heaven to earth to redeem us and to give us victory and restore us back into the original plan that he had for us. And with that, we have this tree of life here. So, so uh, what we have is what love is. Love is patient, kind, it's truthful, it trusts, it protects, it's hope, and it perseveres. And then we have the fruit of the spirit, which is the divine love of of joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So that's who we are uh, in Christ. So as we've talked about in past podcasts, is we need to understand we do have these two kingdoms. We have the kingdom of God and we have the kingdom of darkness that are battling. So we have the kingdom of God here, which we're going to be talking about his glory, his God's glory is his presence, his power, and the goodness of God. And then we have the, uh, the, 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 the kingdom of darkness, which is a fraudulent spirit. It's a fake spirit. Uh, it, it just, uh, it, it, and, and it's, and it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's like the angel of light. I mean, it looks good and so forth, but it's fake. There's nothing of substance in the kingdom of darkness. And, and we end up thinking that the power that comes from the enemy, uh, his presence, uh, it's, we, we end up even thinking that sin is fun. Darkness is fun. We can have that belief pattern and trusting the things of the world rather than trusting the creator. And so, and, and again, I'm, I'm using a picture here of Lucifer, but understand, he doesn't show like that. This, this is kind of an image to show the devil here. But you know what? He is more characteristic of an angel of light, and he looks good because he looks like a substitute for God. And so what happens here, because we've been talking about this in past podcasts, because uh, this is in Ezekiel 28, 16. And, and I just thought this was so good because by the abundance of your trading. See, so what, what this whole idea of trading is, is that Lucifer, Satan, is a fallen angel. I mean, he is right there in heaven because he rebelled. He and his, his demonic forces were, were booted out of heaven and destined for the lake of fire. Hell, that's where they're going. And so what we've got to understand is because of what Jesus Christ did, we have victory and power and authority over him. He doesn't have control over us. Now, he, he wants to think he has. And so what happens, so here's the, because by the abundance, you have become filled with violence within and you sin. Therefore, I cast you out. He's cast out as a profane thing out of the mountain of God. And I destroyed you, O covering cherub. He's a cherub. He's an angel from the midst of the fiery stones. So here's the trading. The trading is God's given us his glory. And we have the trade of looking at the fraudulent spirits that are out there. Because we have to realize that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It is a spiritual battle. And again, uh, the, 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 the satanic spirit, the kingdom of darkness is a spiritual world and the kingdom of God is a spiritual world. And the kingdom of God is greater than the darkness. You turn the light on, darkness flees. And so what we see here is that this spiritual battle is the accusations. We went into this a little more last in our last podcast, but there's accusations that are being brought against us. So the scripture here is Ephesians 6, uh, 12, 
is for, for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We may be looking at flesh and blood. We may be looking at the person, but but here's what the what, here's what the real battle is. It, it's against the principalities, the powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, and against the spiritual host of wickedness with, uh, wickedness in the heavenly places. So it's a spiritual battle. It's, it's something we don't see, but we see the effects of it. We see the effects of anger. We see the effects of, of people cursing. When I say cursing, uh, it, it is an anger. They're, they're, it's an anti-God curse. And, and, and it is a wickedness. And it's actually defined under the definition of witchcraft, mm -hmm. is, is, is that rebellion is as of the sin of witchcraft. And you go look that up, look up that scripture and look up witchcraft, you're going to see all this whole list of, of selfish desires and all the things that are against God. So what we see is that the fraudulent spirits can appear as angels of light. Now, th this may not be a real pretty picture here, but the thing is, in the scripture, 2 Corinthians 4.14, but it says, and it is no wonder for Satan, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So, so having grown up in the fall, we're born into the fall, into the kingdom of darkness. So all we know is the way the world operates until light and the word of God shines on us. And we say, oh, I want that light more than I want darkness. And so that's when redemption, the word of God for me, it, it, I heard that God is love and he loves me. When I heard that, I wanted that. I desired that. I pursued that. And the old was gone. The new is coming. And so Satan looks good. He's pretty. He, he looks attractive. It's not this demonic thing that, that we've, we've made in the movies. Uh, I mean, he doesn't want to be scary. He wants to attract you to his ways. He wants to attract you with money. He wants you to tr be attracted with sex uh, and pornography and, and all the ways of the world because he wants you to be against the ways of God. So let's look at some of the things that we've traded. And we've talked about these in other podcasts, but I think it's really, really important that we looked at the profitable trades that we're making. I'm going to start over here with the yellow side here is that what happens is we can be trading God's glory for tradition and doctrine. And in, and in Mark, it talks about is, is that what nullifies the word of God, it's our religious traditions and doctrines versus a relationship with, with God. So we can also be trading truth and freedom for the lies of the enemy mm -hmm. about God. We can be tra trading our new created redeemed life. That's the, that's the intended purpose that God had to us through Jesus Christ versus the old nature. Mm -hmm. We can be trading the, the wisdom of God, wanting and desiring the knowledge and the mm -hmm. education of man. God is the creator. Now, this is an important part. We, we, we can be trading the unseen spiritual world for the seen because you got to understand the demonic world is also unseen mm -hmm. and, and it's sending a message and an atmosphere of hate. You don't need God. You, 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 you can trust me. You can trust yourself. The selfish desires of man. You know, you don't, you don't need God, the creator. So the unseen is greater than the seen world because the unseen created the seen. You can trade, you can trade the supernatural because that's where God's realm is in the supernatural for the natural, which again is the scene. We can trade outside of time in the moment. God wants us to live in the moment. And the moment is a supernatural time where time stops. I know for many of us, when we receive the love of God and the acceptance that he loves us, Wait a time stops. We're walking in the spirit. Time stops. God is outside of time. The Holy Spirit living inside of us is outside of time. But when I'm working on my to-do list of what I got to get done right now today, you, I walk in anxiety mm -hmm. versus the moment in the spirit of God right now. 
And I could be trading my perfect love of the Father through Jesus Christ for fear. And again, fear is not of God. Uh, we're to reverence God. But fear, uh, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Our sound mind leaves when we enter into fear. And we can be trading our safety and security that we have in Christ Jesus for the insecurity. We can be trading the hope that we have. See, because what we see is a world that, that has no hope right now. But our hope is in the Lord, our Savior. And our hope is in, and we have life versus death. You know, we that green line is eternal life now. Not when we get to heaven. Heaven came to earth to live in us now. So heaven is beginning now here on earth because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And it begins now. And, and we can be trading the love and acceptance of the Father for the shame and guilt uh, that we can carry. But he's washed us clean. We can be exchanging the abundance of the inheritance that our Father has. He owns it all. He created it all. The abundance uh, of the prosperity that he wants to give us for lack. I'm not good enough. I can't do that. I, I, you know, I, no, I'm not good enough. And we can be trading the forgiveness that he that he gave us on the cross for all mankind. We can be trading that for the unforgiveness, holding a grudge, being bitter because someone offended me. Someone didn't speak to me. Someone gossiped about me. But God forgave us. We're to go forgive others. We can be exchanging the righteous consciousness for the sin consciousness. We can be trading the dearly, we're dearly loved sons and daughters of the Father for that orphan spirit carrying an orphan spirit that, that, that is so prevalent. And, and again, that's where we're born. Even though we have a father and a mother here on earth, we are distanced from the father, God the father, because of the fallen world. And that helps us identify why things are going on the way they are. But when we become born again in the spirit, the spirit comes in and the Holy Spirit we're living by and all of a sudden, that father becomes real to us. And we have the freedom and liberty. We can be exchanging the freedom and liberty we have in Christ Jesus for slavery and bondage. We can be trading health. He's given us perfect health. We're restored in perfect health for sickness and disease. We can be trading the justice, and we're going to be talking about this more, uh, not guilty through the blood of Christ for the injustice that the world gives us. We can be, we, we're going to talk about this more too, the perfect shalom, peace, and joy for depression, heaviness, worry, and anxiety. And that's what we're seeing. We can look at all of these things in red as being normal. And if we give into these things and we look at these things, this is what we can have in common. Fear is common to us. Hopelessness is, is common to us. Insecurity is common to us. Uh, and then seeking the knowledge. These are common landing grounds that the enemy wants us to have inside of us, in our soul. And, we, and he wants us to, to believe and trust in our fear. Uh, you had fear as a young kid. You have fear now. So when this situation comes up, this circumstance comes up, fear. That's the way you, that's the way you handle it. And, and again, we're, we're giving up and trading God's will for our own selfish desires. So what happens here is that these fraudulent, we want to put the fraud fire extinguisher on these, <laughs> these cockroaches. We want to exterminate them out. And because what happens when we shine light on darkness. We want to have nothing in common with that list that I just went through. And what Jesus says in John 14, 30 through 31, and again, this is before he, he, in, in, before he was resurrected, uh, uh, before he went to the cross, 
And he says, I won't speak with you much longer for the ruler of this dark world is coming because he's, he's turning his life over to die on the cross. But look at what he says about the ruler of this dark. But he has no power over me. He has nothing in common with me for he has nothing to do or use against me. So this is where repentance comes in. This is where forgiveness of sin and forgiving others comes in. If we're if we're carrying bitterness, or, we are in, we have something in common with the enemy, and this is why we want to go uh, uh, ask for forgiveness and mm -hmm. and heal those areas of our lives. Because what we're doing is we're coming in an agreement with the enemy. <clears throat> and I'm doing exactly what the Father destined for me to accomplish so that the world will discover how much I love my Father. Now come with me. So it's really important that we have nothing in common with the enemy. So let's look at some of these fraud spirits, these fraudulent spirits that we can, we've learned to accept as familiar spirits. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just so familiar with these things that that we just come into agreement anytime we, the spirit of offense, we walk around offended all the time, a spirit of rejection, a spirit of being independent. As much as we teach our children to be independent, not dependent upon God, a spirit of division, not a spirit of unity and coming together in Christ, in the truth of Christ, a spirit of poverty, a spirit of lack. It's right now, the spirit of sickness and disease is rampant not the spirit of healing and health, the spirit of oppression, the spirit of control and manipulation, the spirit of unforgiveness, the spirits of stinginess and hoarding, the spirit of ownership. You probably wonder about that one. See, but what happens with ownership, if we're claiming that we own, guess what we've just done? <laughs> that means God doesn't own, but he is the owner of everything. He's the creator of everything. And so he's, a, now we are the managers over the everything that he's given us. We manage to bring glory to him. And rebellion, the spirit of rebellion, it's just a natural part uh, is our rebellious spirits that came through Adam. And the spirit of discontent and complaining. And I mean, that's, that's something that, that we just do net. Oh yeah, we got to complain about our boss. We got to complain about the church, about the sermon. We got to complain about whatever it is that's going on in our life. The spirit of death is rampant. The spirit of defeat and doom. The spirit of being a slave that we don't really have carry victory. The spirit of pride. And see, there's the spirit of pride that that Lucifer, uh, prideful, was 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 booted out of heaven because uh, and 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 so we care. All these spirits are are really uh, demonic spirits that we just come into agreement with when we partner with them. And again, it's a partnership that we're talking about here. And the spirit of being an orphan, the spirit of being inadequate, the spirit of lack, the spirit of injustice, woe is me, spirit of envy and jealousy, a spirit of religion, meaning the spirit of religion is one of doctrines and traditions and one of doing, rather one of relationship and love where God loves us and we receive that love and understand it, it, is a, it is by grace, it's God's grace, it's not anything. So what happens, it's, it's so easy uh, to receive uh, Christ into our hearts and, and, but yet at the same time, what it is, we can get very, a very strong religious spirit also, rather than the spirit mm -hmm. of love. Right. And so it has these fraudulent spirits here, as you see, are anger, rude, and this is what love is not. Right. And then also the spirit of mammon. Mammon speaks. We've, we have a, a whole whole class, a, a podcast we did on mammon. And it's a deceptive. We're, we're, it's so deceptive uh, about money, mammon, the spirit of mammon. And the spirit of deception in lives. The spirit of education. And again, education is good, but we want the wisdom that goes with education. 
self-effort. We're trained. It's all about my effort. No, it's about God's will for our lives and our purpose and destiny that he's planned for us and seeking that will in the spirit of God. Holy Spirit, where do you want me to go? And again, this is a scripture I just read. Jesus was doing the Father's will, not his will. He was in the Father's will. And just the whole spirit of negativity. And again, the news is a good, good place. It's negative. And just the whole spirit of dissent and disagreement. Carrie, let me just stop there. Isn't that a, <laughs> that's quite a list of, of, of spirits. And these are spirits that when we come in agreement with, we're just agreeing with the demonic world. Yeah, you know, that was the thing that I was thinking as you're running through this uh, quite a comprehensive list. You know, how many, just think through a typical newscast, how many of these are evidenced in, a, in anything that, you know, whatever you're reading or seeing about current events. And really, I guess, you know, one of the things I keep thinking of, I never see any joy in any of it. Do you? I mean, these people are... Um, um, they're always kind of like at wit's end. It's always always a, a moment away from crisis. And that's ex like the exact opposite of what kingdom living is all about. And, and the, the, all the, the rewards that you receive on the other side from kingdom living, as opposed to all these fraudulent spirits you receive down on the red line. And we begin believing that these spirits are the normal. This is the way I'm supposed to. And again, this is passed on generationally. To believe like this fear is passed on down yeah. and this when a situation happens this is where you react to it and mm -hmm. so forth but but what we have we can enter we can enter into god's presence boldly we can enter into his presence boldly and 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 again as we talk we're just start talking about victory here therefore brothers and sisters that you and i since we have confidence to enter the most holy place. See, again, God, the glory of God is his presence, it's his power, and it's his goodness. Now, that list that we just went through, those are deceptions. We, we come into agreement with those. Those are the, and we think that that's the power that we want in, in our own strength, in our own power, own selfishness. But we enter into the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain. That is the, his body. His body, and since we have a great high priest, which is Jesus, over the house of God. And by the way, the house of God today is us because right. we are the temple of God. He came to live inside of us. We have this great high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, with the full, full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with the pure water of life. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he has promised, his promise, he promised is faithful. So this is the cleansing that we have through his blood, not by carry our good works or anything we've done, is by God's grace, his love for all mankind, and it's his blood we shed that we can enter into his presence. So let's go into a scripture that I just think is so cool. And another one after that is just so cool that, that I just went, you know, I want to do the wave and just shout when we see this. So, so again, so as we go into his presence, now he judges us and he says, not guilty because the accuser is accusing us of all these things that we carry this guilt conscious, but God is sitting on the throne and his throne is righteousness and justice. It's a mercy seat that he's wanting us to receive his mercy because of the blood of Jesus. And he's already said, you're not guilty. So look at what this says here in Colossians 2, 14. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us, meaning that sin nature that came from Adam and the redemption that we have through Jesus Christ. So that old arrest warrant that stood to indict us, that indictment is gone. He said it is erased. He erased it all. Our sins our stained soul, soul that comes from the sin nature. 
It's been erased. It's been erased. He deleted it. Our hard drive is gone, and they can't, and it cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto it, onto the cross, and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Now let's go to verse fifteen. Now this this should get us high fiving now and doing the way. So what happens now? The cross that then Jesus made a look at this. He made a public spectacle of all the powers and remember I started with our battle is not against flesh and blood, but it's been against the principalities, the rulers of of, and, and of of darkness. So so Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness. How much? All, all the powers of, of darkness. Stripping away from them, what? Every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to do what? To accuse us. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, he stripped that away. That's what he did on the cross. Now let's look at the victory cheer that went on here. And by the power, and by the power of the cross that now lives in us, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner, they were his. Meaning when, when David cut off Goliath's head, they all flee. And usually when they do that, they have a procession. So inside of this, we're carrying the, the satanic head it, as, as a procession. We've, you know, and again, much like winning the Super Bowl, we've won the Super Bowl, that, but that's all temporal. This is eternal. We have victory over the demonic world through the blood of Jesus, right. through going into the court and the throne of God. He's adjudicated us, not guilty. Sins have been forgiven once and for all. Case dismissed. Mercy has been given to all mankind. <laughs> There's a free, we have victory. We don't have to allow those things, that big long list of all those demonic spirits in there we now have victory that's powerful that is so powerful wow. now let's look at this and this is one of the mysteries of the glory of god and boy when i when i got this a few years ago i got oh wow and, and, and again, depending on the version that we read here, is that this is Colossians 1, verses 26 through 27. There is a divine mystery, a secret, a secret surprise that has been concealed from the world for generations, but now is being revealed, unfolded and manifested for every holy believer to do what? To experience, mm -hmm. to experience. Not just to know, but to experience. Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expect expectation of glory. This is the mystery of Christ embedded within us. And again, one, one of the verses, Christ in us is the hope of glory. The hope of glory is embedded in us and becomes a heavenly, heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory glory his presence his power and his goodness for his people and god wants everyone to do what to know it wow so christ in you is the hope of glory see some of the thinking that we've come under is i don't get the hope of glory till i get to heaven no he came died and and and, and, and gave his blood on the mercy seat and, and on the throne where he sees that to give us mercy and hope now and he had to leave earth so that we could be filled with the holy spirit we have the Holy Spirit living, the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit living in us. Now we have victory, Christ in us, the hope of glory. 
And that's, that's just really powerful. So what we have then, as we realize our identity is in Christ, the glory of God, his presence, his power, and his goodness living inside of us, we have shalom. Uh, this Christ in us is a shalom. And Jesus says in John 14, I just love the 14th chapter of, of John because it just proves Christ living in us. We're in Christ. Christ is in us. The Holy Spirit's in us. We're in God. God's in us. And it's, it's these. So, and here's Jesus saying, I am leaving you with a gift. <laughs> okay. He's given us a gift. And the gift is peace. It's a peace a peace of mind and heart. And, and the peace I give you is a gift that the world cannot give us. So all that big list of things that, 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 that the enemy is trying to say, hey, look at these things. These are things you can have. And, and we're giving a landing strip uh, to, uh, I, I, the, I give is the world can I give. So don't be troubled or be afraid. So this is what shalom is. So this is a part of, of the peace package that we get, wholeness, we've been restored into wholeness, health, peace, welfare, safety, soundness, tranquility, prosperity, uh, perfectedness, fullness, rest, harmony. How about this last one? Absence of agitation or discord. And we've talked about this in past uh, teachings, and, and it's really important because what's happened is we're delivered into God's glory. We're delivered into God's glory and from the angel of life. Let's look at these things in the red. And again, the angel of light wants us to be craving the self life. He wants us craving this. I'm more important than the creator. And, and again, any more sexual immorality is, is okay. You know, th th that's a standard. A lustful thoughts, pornography, they're all, that's all okay. Lots of money being made online with magazines and chasing after things instead of God. All of that is okay. Man manipulating others for selfish gain, that's okay. Hatred of those who get in your way, that's okay. Senseless arguments, that's, okay. that's what life's all about. Uh, uh, resentment when others are favored, the jealousy and temper tantrums. That's okay. We, we see this on TV all the time and, and, and we, we lift that up. Angry, angry quarrels. Only think of yourself. Hey, that's the standard. That's where you're supposed to live. Being in love with your own opinions. That's the standard. Uh, and being bold about, I'm right. I've, I've got the right opinion. Being envious of the blessings of others. And murder is okay. When I say murder, that's murdering with our mouth. Uh, it can be actually murdering in other ways. But, but one of the things we do is, is we murder people. We kill people uh, with speaking death over people. Uh, and, and the uncontrolled addictions. Just think about the uncontrolled addictions, even to the extent of food. And the cravings that we've got, uh, that, 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 that and, and again, all the addictions. We're addicted to, <laughs> to our phones, to our TVs, to, you know, to, what are those idols that we value that are greater than the creator God? And again, this is what the angel of light wants us to get hooked on. And then the wild part is an all similar behaviors. So we're delivered. See, this is what the angel of light wants us to, to, to be attracted to. But we're delivered from this into the kingdom of light, into the kingdom of God. And, and But the fruit of the spirit, the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit, that's that green line. So you have the red line, we got the green line over here. Produced by the Holy Spirit. Where is it? Within, uh, within you is divine love. It's not the love that the world is trying to say, which is a sexual, a friendship love. This is a divine love from the Father that says, I love you, I accept you, I've, I've redeemed you. And here comes all the varied expressions. Joy, it's a joy that overflows. It's a peace that subdues. It's a patience that endures. 
It's a kindness in action. It's a life full of virtue. It's faith that prevails. It's a gentleness of heart, and it's a, a spirit, a strength of spirit. And by the way, never set the law above these qualities. Law, can't, can't, you know, it, these are so above law. These are these qualities and characteristics is, is the fruit that is produced out of love. And so what happens here is God's glory is the truth. So down here, God is love. And he produced in the characteristics is patience, kindness, truthfulness, trust, protects, hopes, and perseveres. And so out of that, when we're nurtured, the nurturing of those roots of that tree go down into his word. And again, uh, through the teaching in, in teachings in these 40 uh, lessons that we go through here in, the, in our podcast is teaching us. And if one thing I just want to encourage you is to get into the word of God. I, I didn't go to any seminar. I'm a businessman that, that came to Christ and I just, I spent two to three hours a day in the word of God, just nurturing, getting those roots and, and feeding on the word of God. And it becomes real and the joy overflows and it produces the fruit. Now it doesn't always produce fruit because I'm not perfect. Yet at the same time, uh, I see the goodness. I, I see the joy, the peace that comes from that. And that's not something I can go get. It's something that happens because of the love overflowing uh, in, in the characteristics of, of the roots that are there. And so God's glory is his presence that's living inside of us. It's his power that we have over darkness because we are light, he is light. And that light is living in us and it's his goodness living inside us. To God be the glory. That is such a powerful message, Glenn, because I remember the passage in the Bible that talks about um, the how the, the light chases the darkness and the darkness comprehends it not. And that's really what you're after as you're explaining all of this, Glenn, is that uh, God's glory is found in the truth of his word. And and as we begin to appropriate that and understand really that distinction between green line, eternal living, the way we were created to, to and designed to live in perfect communion uh, with the Lord through the, through the sacrifice of uh, Jesus Christ, to be able to be on that eternal green line, it just, it just separates from all that craziness that's down on the red line and the, the, the illogicalness of it, the stress of it. Uh, all the pressure of it, and it allows uh, those who seek kingdom living to be able to enjoy. I love the title of, of one of the messages, Glenn, Eternal Life Now, and that's why you have to overcome the fraud that's been, that's been perpetrated against you and reconcile yourself to the way God intended for this to be. It's a fascinating message, Glenn. It, 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 it well and again it's it's not for me it's the lord we're just messengers here yeah. if, if you pay attention to what it did i pretty much was reading scripture yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of opinion in here <laughs> this is scripture and see that's what's so neat that this is not an opinion uh, message this is right out of the word of god but because of the way we're reading it it's real to me. It's real to you, Carrie, right. and right. it's real to many of the, the listeners because the word of God, he reveals this to us. See, that's the part because we can just read the words, but yeah. when it becomes revealed to us, that's coming from inside out. And, and it's just exciting. And that's that joy that is overflowing. Yeah, it's the relationship. It's not yeah. the religion, exactly as you're yeah. pointing out. And so, again, if you're enjoying these uh, messages, it's very important that you like and share uh, these messages out with people that so that they can also benefit from this. Because, Glenn, you know, so many people are trapped into um, uh, kind of a, a religious attitude of what they need to do or how they need to accomplish anything. It's just a variation of red line living a lot of times, whereas the freedom and the, and the wholeness and everything that manifests from green line living is available for those who will. And so as we move into this, I want to encourage you, uh, if you uh, 
or would like to pick up on some of the messages that you may not have heard before, the REPL Minute, the entire, the REPLMinute.com, the entire Kingdom Living series is there. You'll also find the entire fraud series there. You'll find links so that you can uh, get your own copy of fraud, of what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And you can actually also subscribe to the REPL Minute. And uh, that is a daily Monday through Friday thing, Glenn, that you've been doing since 2006, kind of without fail, to give everybody a moment to, to start their day and understand their relationship with God as they sail out into the uncharted waters of, of what the day is going to bring. And so this week, uh, Glenn, I think a great uh, opportunity. I love this uh, slide that you closed out today's teaching with, God's glory and truth. And so uh, if you're interested, we're going to make that available as a PDF so that you could actually download that, place that in a position near your desk or your, you know, hang it on the wall, stick it on the refrigerator, wherever you're going to see it, and remember the fruit of what you receive through God's glory and truth. And so with that, Glenn, uh, I would love to ask you if you would pray on behalf of everybody that this message is reach, reaching and, uh, and close us out with that kind of a prayer today. Father, your word does not return void. Just speak to the hearts and the lives of those people listening today. Father, we just thank you for loving us and accepting us and you calling us sons and daughters and children. And Father, we just, we just thank you that we've been made righteous. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You see us through the blood of Jesus, spotless, clean, no guilt, no shame. And Father, those people that are, that are dealing with, with the pain, uh, with health issues, those people are dealing with relationship, marital, children issues. Father, just know, just know your word is really clear that we have victory. We have vic These are spiritual battles. Uh, sickness and disease is a spirit, is a spirit. It's in the body, but it's a spirit. It's a spiritual thing. And Father, as we know, and as you said, it is finished. That means he took all sickness, all disease on the cross when he said it is finished. And the spirit that is, that is involved with a family member, a spouse, Father, we just come against those evil spirits. Get out now in the name of Jesus. And Father, set that spouse free, that child free. And Father, just continue. We just give you the glory for, for your word because it does not return void. We just thank you. We just praise you in the name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. Wow, such a great, uh, such a great time today as we keep delving farther into kingdom living and understanding and appropriating these principles uh, for ourselves. And Glenn, thank you for continuing to teach us. Thank you, viewer, for joining us today. You don't want to miss the next uh, chapter in kingdom living. It's going to be, uh, I can tell already, it's going to be a great one. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the power of words on the next edition of Kingdom Living. So until then, God bless you. We'll see you again soon. And thank you, Glenn. God bless you.